title, dude. This is important stuff. Big live, big time. And and I wish that because big like it's pretty time. easy to get um it's it's easy to get on first and make sure that YouTube's working, but like you can't do that with uh with Instagram. Like it either works or you you failed. <laughs> well, round two. What's going on? At least the YouTube seven. guys get to get to watch. I know. I always have to cut this out too when I put it up on Spotify. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, I just sent the invite. Did you get it? Yo! There we go. Olay! There we go. Got it. All right. He's in. We're doing it. <clears throat> Mike F, what's going on? I got some questions already. Nice. Um, on my side, since we've actually been live for more than <clears throat> a second on YouTube. Uh, Ash7 says, how long were you guys in pre-resp? Um, I was there for a very extended period of time, but I think we were there the first time. Three about, weeks. Month? For me. Was it three weeks? That was like a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, three weeks to a month usually. Um, I'd say probably average is like between two and four weeks, um, just as you kind of get in ways. Some guys get there and go right into class up. Some guys have a little bit longer. But for the most part, uh, yeah, I would say probably on average two to four weeks. Um, and then I actually had to go back because I recycled for a little while, and there was a couple logistic issues. Um, but So I was there for a little bit longer, um, and the summer break kind of messed it up. So I had like a month and a half after our class. Um, and then why I was in pre-rasp again. Um, so yeah, it just depends. Um, and it also depends if you get med recycled or med, uh, dropped, depending on like how severe your issue is, if you're going to be fine, good to go in three weeks, or if it's going to take like six months rehab, they'll just send you away and you can come back. So, <clears throat> um, Ooh, Josh Nix says, can you give me your sales pitch on why 13 Fox over 68 whiskey and 11 Bravo? Other than that, an 11 X-ray can also be an 11 Charlie, even though that's a great sales pitch alone. Uh, well, first of all, as 13 Fox, we would never, ever, ever hate on the 11 Charlies. Uh, we love the Mormon. Mormons are awesome. Uh, they also have the best parties. Yeah, a lot of work. For sure. Um, best parties. Um <laughs> like what is that? I posted that thing and I was like, is this the mortar barracks? And you're like, that's I thought that too. Uh yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you can have a wild time for sure, dude. Um you never know what's gonna happen over there. But my sales picture for 13 Foxes over 68 whiskey is a little tough. I like 13 Fox 68 whiskey because you get to do a lot of the cool stuff that eleven Bravos get to do, but then you have an extra added layer of um of responsibility i guess which some people obviously wouldn't be into but for 13 fox specifically one thing that i really really enjoyed was the ability to have uh, a lot more control over the battlefield so as an 11 bravo you are operating on the battlefield you have your battle drills and things like that but as a 13 fox as like a one person or a small team of like one to two to three people you have the ability to to really really shape and control the entire battlefield as a human being with a radio. So the far reaching um, aspect of being a 13 Fox was always cool to me, you know, controlling where the aircraft are, what they're doing, um, setting up to leave in the helicopters and getting everybody set up and stuff like that. I liked the extra added responsibility. Um, and it was just so cool to me to have so much, um, you know, reach over all these things that were going on around me, you know, as one human being. <clears throat> And you said it 
in a podcast we did before specifically on this subject, you have you have so much insight into what's happening. Uh, you know, you know what the ground's doing. You know what's going on in the air, and and uh, you just you have a lot of involvement. There's a lot of like you're a very important asset to have out there. So that's good. You know, a lot of responsibility, but in the same coin, it, it feels good to, you know, be such a big player in it. Um, but, you know, to further dive into that question, I, I really like uh, medics. You know, we got the question last live stream. Like if there was a second job, you know, say you couldn't be a FO, what would you have done? You know, that's what they asked us. And I said medic, right? Because um, I know someone I just, came at me in the DMs. Cool. They were like, wow, bro, this is questions for Jay. He said he didn't want to be in regiment. And I was like, no, 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 no. I said, they said if I had to pick another MOS, and I said I wouldn't want to be another MOS in the Army. I would rather go to the Air Force and do my job, but different there. And then I could still be attached to regiment. Um, I just That's how attached I am to the 13 Fox MOS. Like, If I had to do it all again, I would pick the 13 Fox again without even shadow of a doubt. Yep. <clears throat> Although I will say, uh, Josh, for the six day whiskeys, they do get does give you a little bit more of a leg up in the outside world if you were still interested in doing something medical. Um, Thirteen foxes do you a lot of good. Um, Although hey, the dream, wanna... hold on, the dream is actually as a thirteen fox, the outside world is actually to be one of those guys that causes avalanches in the mountains from the helicopters. That's what everybody talks about, you know. Because there's definitely a ton of those jobs going around. So it's super easy to get those, obviously. But that's the dream when you're a 13 Fox. You're like, I'm going to get out. That's what I want to do. I want to go cause avalanches with the radio. <laughs> Clowns, <Nice>. all of us. <laughs> um, yep. You want to show off the, the – sorry, I cut you uh, off. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You yeah. cut me off. All right, hey, guys, check out this uh, this whoopee hoodie. Um, it's, like, uh, it's like a giant hug, dude. It's super nice. feels super nice. Uh, Black Flag Nation um, uh, hoodie, by the way. So y'all go check those out. These are super nice. I'm okay. actually jealous. I'm jealous we don't we don't sell these, dude. These are nice. Are is, are you not super warm in that? For the record, okay. So whoopies okay. are so warm. <laughs> it is warm. So I will say, at some point during this uh, live stream, I'm gonna take this thing off. So I'm in I'm in the back room, right? So there's no insulation in here where my office is. So I have I have a pellet stove running. It heats up the room. Um, so I started it kind of late. So I grabbed, uh, I grabbed the, the overliable dude, the overliable. So this room was probably <clears throat> literally 30 degrees, um, maybe a couple minutes ago. And, uh, and so it's heating up and, uh, so I'll pop this guy it's like the off. Upgraded version of the old smoker jackets. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, shout out to Logan, dude. Uh, this is uh, really nice again. It's like a pillow, dude. It's like a pillow. <clears throat> Axe, what's going on? Axe says, hey, you should give running tips to the Bills defensive backs. They will need it. Hill and Waddle. This is a football question for you guys who don't like football. Uh, Axe, throw this out there. You know, I've, I can, Listen, this, you guys will get me in the DMs and on the lives with this the Bills stuff here, okay? Um, first of all, Josh Allen owns the Miami Dolphins and has since he came into the division. Second of all, Tua can't throw the ball more than five yards downfield, so it doesn't matter how fast they run if he can't get the ball. So that's all I'll say about it as we continue going on. So I did I love get you some too, questions. Um, let's see. <clears throat> oh, I have a ton over here as well. Sorry. You good? I YouTube guess, accounts uh, says that we should choose to be 11, Charlie. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out to the Mortarman. Levi said, already took my ASVAB, scored 83, and GT scored 105. 
uh, already went in for a physical, but it's still taking ages. That's a good development, dude. Um, Probably just get used to that in the army in general. Things taking a long time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You got to hurry up. You got to get your contract. You got to get the maps. You got to take the ASFAB and you got to wait. Yep. That's how it works. Um, Mike F says my PyCat score was 98. Now my recruiter won't stop bugging me to sign up. Uh, yeah, that'll get you. Um, that will get you for sure. I, I remember I, I scored uh, decently on my ASFAB and uh, all my stuff. And they were like, oh, you can pick any job. We got to well, pick you a job. Um, you, they like to, because they have a lot of slots. So it gets harder for them to fill those higher, like score requirement slots as it goes. Uh, so if they can get guys to fill those, they they try to try to sneak you in there quick. Uh, Capo says any Drew, it, Capo Drew says any tips. Can't can't read killing right now. It. Uh, <laughs> killing it, dude. I'm on point tonight. Any tips when in the funk trying to reach my goal of becoming a ranger, but I feel stuck. Um, so I guess funk is in like mood or you're in a rut. Um, a lot of people. A lot of people find themselves there uh, at some point in their lives. You know, uh, motivation is fleeting. Motivation is something that you have to find. And really what it's going to come down to is discipline over motivation. So start setting, um, you know, what we call smart goals. You can look into that. Start setting like a schedule and start sticking to um, gradual things that get you moving. So that's a, that's a reason we provide things like workout programs, nutrition programs. That is a scheduled regulated thing. That is something motivational. You look at and say, Monday, I need to do this. Tuesday, I need to do this and so on and so on and so on. If you do those things and you stick to the schedule, then you're working in the right direction. So first of all, you know, getting out of a funk, you know, if you can uh, start doing physical activity, that's always a step in the right direction, boosting your energy, getting the right foods in you. Um, also, if you have the means of finding some sort of community, if you got some friends to do these workouts with you, you know, then you're looking at physical activity community and you're striving for a sense of purpose. I talk about those big three all the time. So um, anything for that, James? James? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously the discipline over motivation thing is, is a big one. We, we say that a lot of times. Although I usually say you can't take it from me. Um, but no, so I actually was reading an article the other day about, um, I, I'm spacing his name, but he's like a, life coach personal trainer kind of person and he has this thing called the 10 minute rule so what he does is he like when people want to say they want to get in shape and start going to the gym he does not allow them to go to the gym and work out for an hour he just makes them go to the gym every day for 10 minutes whether they just walk around or just chill whatever but they have to go because building that routine is going to help you be much more disciplined whether you're motivated or not to go to the gym because that's going to be just ingrained in you and then once you have the getting there step you can do the workout step because getting there is the hardest part because when i wake up in the morning and i don't feel motivated like it's easy for me to not go to the gym now if i get myself to the gym i'm not just going to leave i'm going to work out um, yes so getting that's yourself there is 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 huge because that's like the biggest biggest hurdle to get over is is getting up getting your clothes on getting in your car whatever the bus the train and getting to the gym is is the biggest hurdle to jump over when you are not feeling motivated but at the same it's time most the battle exactly most the battle, yeah. but at the same time you know i don't always feel motivated to go to the gym um but I owe it to myself and my body to get to the gym. Um, so think about it like that. Like, obviously, 
you show up to work or you show up to school. You know, those are things you have to do because you owe it to yourself to graduate, to get paid and make your money at work. You owe it to your body and your mental health and your physical health to get to the gym and work on yourself every day. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I used to say that all the time. Getting to the gym is most of the battle. So if you set a schedule, again, that goes back to that schedule. You, you say, I'm going to go at this time. That's a good step. And when you're there, you'll likely go farther than you thought you were going to go initially, you know. Uh, Axe says, uh, Dan, you just keep keep the memes up, bud. You just keep the memes up. Uh, Ash seven, he's liking them. Good. <laughs> yeah, Ash seven says these podcasts always make me TV. think I'm getting an edge on my comp- my competitors. Very motivating. Keep it up, Ash. We love to hear it. Um, Good to hear. Just helping out as much as we can. Um, Dimitri says, "What's up, Dan and Jay? Literally just finished the Batten Death March truck. Oh man, uh, how was that?" Baton, by the way. I read it weird as I was reading it and didn't like prep it. Batten, dude, that's that, uh, that James <laughs> twist. Um, it's weird reading it without prepping myself reading it first to like know because I just was reading. I read everything phonetically in the chat if I don't read it beforehand. That's uh, okay. I can't even read in general. That's awesome. So, I mean, you'll probably feel fine until tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. The legs always Enjoy. get you the next day. Yep. Just like awesome. leg day, dude. <clears throat> just like leg day same, the same feels dude it's a, it's not not even the day after it's that second day where it's like what the hell's going on dude um damien says also dan one of my trainees uh said he follows you and is uh, an option 40 uh guy he's heading that route that route and didn't know i met you in person also at 13 fox that's great to hear yeah awesome um Super, always super exciting to hear like guys, guys on the path, you know. Well, that um, too, and like field artillery, thirteen foxes, like it is a small world. I mean, I when I left regiment, and went to brag, like I was there with people I went to basic with, AIT with, um, and just in the artillery world in general. And then one seventy third, same thing. Like just the amount of people I just know throughout the entire army and artillery is is wild. It it just like everything just gets so small. It does, yeah, it does. It, it and it feels like the world just keeps getting smaller. It's amazing. Um, how connected everything is. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's good. Uh, YouTube account says, do you think there should be a Bradley crewman MOS or bring back the 11 mic? So <clears throat> in terms of MOS is, um, uh, that's not really one I'm super familiar with, with armor and stuff like that. I don't know how different it, it is to require its own specific MOS, but like for 13 Foxes, for example, we have, um, like I w- was a 13 Fox for like four years before I even heard of a night vehicle, which is like a specific 13 Fox vehicle that like it, it houses just a fist team. So it's a three people. It's like a three person ginormous, heavy arm bombard vehicle. Um, but like, I would never say we should make a new MOS for, for night vehicle fisters. Like you can just train people how to use those things. Like there's no yeah, need to, to specifically water down or dilute something uh, like that to make a new MOS. I don't think it wouldn't require its own specialty. I don't <clears throat> think. Yeah. Um, like strikers. I mean, the 11 Bravos learn how to drive strikers. There's no like striker driver MOS. Exactly. Now they're not very I mean, good at it usually, but <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Here's what I was laughing at, uh, by the way. If I'm laughing randomly, it's probably something I read. Um, Mike Mike says uh, he's slandering me, dude. He says, I think I saw this. Yeah. 
Man is five two or below. Don't believe in his five nine fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I try not to laugh out loud when I read those, but I definitely gotta yeah gotta stifle the smirk. It's like there's a cult of people trying to dwarf me. I don't like it, dude. Listen, we're not genetics. It's not a cult. That's just how they work. <clears throat> right, 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 right. Um, um, let yeah. me read this because I didn't get a question. Um, <clears throat> how many people were on a team uh, when doing? Okay, hold on. Let me let me make sure we can answer this first. Uh, Between zero and twelve hundred. Yeah, I would. I would I, like I to touch this question. one, but we're dabbling into. I, we're dabbling into things that send it come on just send it okay we'll see. how many people were on a team when doing missions like a raid with so many different combat mos's and regiment i would think the teams for those would be large um i Ooh. feel like yeah yeah i feel like we're dabbling into something i don't mm. want to cover on here um so sorry i would love to answer that but i you know i'm gonna be respectful of uh of uh you know certain things yeah just for example i mean like uh, that's one of those things like in ukraine for example like there's a guy that got arrested because he was on tiktok or instagram filming uh ukrainian vehicles and they got blown up because that's how the world works now so like that's just not something we're gonna put out there um yeah it's uh, a good question it is a good question Uh, it's a good obviously we apologize that's not something that we are uh we feel uh, okay answering even if it's not necessarily breaking up rules uh we just don't feel okay with that one so we'll hold off on that um Um, josh nick says a reason i want to be a ranger over other soft is the culture and how they seem to be the best at everything they do that a good reason to go for rangers instead of uh afsoc um yeah um I guess the thing I guess we preach most of the time when you're choosing a special operations, whether it's between branches or, you know, in the army or, you know, um, debating is what you think uh, primarily what missions that interest you the most. Um, so are you want to be like direct action coin? That's going to kind of really, really dictate um, what you do. And a lot of the Air Force special operations like JTACs and stuff, those guys will get attached to special operations units in the Army. Um, I don't know exactly how choosing that goes after they go through their own personal selection. Um, But if you're most interested in the Ranger mission set, I think that would be what would be the driving force to push you in that direction. And that's what I would recommend for you guys specifically would just be mission set dependent more so than because special operations across all of the military in the U S is kind of, um, its own sort of thing. So, um, whatever mission set interests you the most, I would say that's the thing to shoot for. Yeah, I agree with that. And then from there, you can kind of narrow it down. Obviously, you know, seals and Rangers have a similar mission sets, um, and things like that. Um, but one of them is you know, better than the other. So it's fine. <clears throat> right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Damien says he used, uh, he's talking about the, the training he used our workout programs before basic training. It was the top scoring in our class for the record. Yes. Uh, thanks. Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. That is it's awesome. a, it's a tough program. Yeah. And, and guys, if you stick to the blueprint, you will see results. I'm very confident. Oh, and you'll crush back basic training too. The it's, you know, you're going to be a, a big fish in a little pond at that point. If you're crushing through our programs for sure. Yeah. yeah, appreciate you sharing that. Um, Ax says, "Do you guys know about RASP two? Have you interviewed harassed someone who was a regiment officer? No, that's definitely something we need to do. Um, I don't, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that we could pull in that would be appropriate for 
interview of uh, that caliber. Um, as, as the question again, I'm sorry, James. Uh, just if we to... know someone or have interviewed someone that did rasp too. Um, have I? Because the a lot of the yeah, NCOs that would go through are way out of our reach for when we were there. Um, it would have to be officers. Um, yeah, but. Uh, the only I, I I can think of maybe someone I could reach out to that maybe that might do it um uh at least to get a little bit of information about it probably wouldn't come to um like a podcast necessarily um uh, but maybe so we, we could reach out and just get a little bit of information about it in general give them a sure. little bit more of a clear picture for these guys that are trying to do the officer route yeah. That is one thing we are working on. I'm currently in the works trying to get some more information from the, the commissioned officer side um, to get a little bit more of that information out there for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Brody Allen says, how does one get disqualified? Uh, Brody, I'll have to clarify that. I'll keep my eyes on you. Um, uh, clarify disqualified from RASP or joining the Army or what's your... I would just need a little bit more clarification on that one. Damien says, uh, he was responding to, I, I believe that question you got before he said, big thing for Rangers is everyone wants to be there. So the motivation is unreal. Yeah. It's very competitive. I would say that for special operations as a whole, um, that it is, it is nice that everybody is so driven towards, um, like a unified goal. Um, you know, there's a there's a joke that a buddy of mine used to make, um, talking about you know like a Navy SEALs putting out books on leadership. He's like, you guys, you guys don't know about leadership because you're not having to lead guys who are pieces of crap. You know, he's like, <laughs> he's like everybody wants to be there. You know, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's the a joke, point. but yeah, I mean, it definitely helps. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I was. We've talked about that before, like where. You know, our lowest common denominator in regiment was definitely not my lowest common denominator when I was in even just airborne. And I, you know, going down the line, you're just getting less and less um, people like they talk about it as option 40 is our recruiting tool. And some of the guys that are like really good for it are going to get through. But like the guys that don't go to the army still like they're not out of the army when they get disqualified. Bro, uh, you think of the worst possible person you could have pictured and looking at him and. Uh, and stop. <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell them that. yes <laughs> that was good uh you you pick the worst possible person that you know you can think of from regiment i would hire that guy in a heartbeat when i was in the civilian world oh yeah please please yeah i need you. we need you like because you know talk about how much different leadership is in the civilian world or even in other units like where the motivation doesn't necessarily have to be the same there's not some sort of super high standard to standard can kind of be whatever. Um, so, you know, I, you know, we talk about this, like how, you know, in other places in the world, there's great people, like there's hidden gems, but you know, when it comes to the average, it's all about that standard to be set. And the standard is so important to have like a, a unified team. Cause it goes back to that saying, you're only as strong as your weakest link. So. Um. Mike F says, uh, David Goggins motivational speeches are definitely the best. I specifically like the part at the end where he says, stay hard. <laughs> like I'm already rock solid brother. <laughs> um, YouTube account says, is Dan five foot. <laughs> I'm getting shorter now. <laughs> Mike F says four, nine. <laughs> oh, there we <laughs> On go. A good day. Now, 
now we're in the fours dude um very well very well dude pretty sure pretty soon i'll be tom tom dude i'll be uh, <laughs> uh so ash seven said did jay win the best ranger competition no i've never been at the best ranger competition uh definitely not at any point would i have been um that would they have wanted me on a team for best ranger in regiment that's for sure <clears throat> no, we joked about uh we joked about how i think somebody asked like is best ranger for the best rangers I'm like, I think most guys are trying to avoid that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly. Well, yeah, especially from regiment. <laughs> you like, tell, a guy you tell a regiment guy, like, you're going to best rangers. They're like, damn They're it. like, oh, my <laughs> God, I get two weeks off out of the training cycle. Can you not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my time off, dude. Um, but, yeah, no, so studs go to best ranger, though, for sure. Oh, yeah, and, those and, dudes are like, those are the guys we talk about that are running, like, 10-minute two miles and rucking their 12 miles in, you know, an hour and 37 minutes. Like, no, that was not. No. Yeah. Um but uh let's see. Um oh, X, come Morgan says bills again, dude. Morgan says understood. Kind of expected. Okay, he expected the yeah, about the answer thing. Um oh, I see yeah, so many just... enlisted on TikTok talking about crazy stuff. Yeah, I see some crazy TikToks out there. Um I don't know. Yeah, TikTok's a hard sell. Everybody keeps telling me put more train like a ranger on TikTok. I opened an account, but I haven't put much on there because I just the things that are going out on TikTok are pretty crazy. Um, I'll just I'll never forget um, that Marine kid with his wife who is like doing like the <laughs> Marine. <laughs> I, uh. I, yeah. So yeah, it was crazy. He was like a E seven, I think. And his wife did a TikTok. And I no, guess he, he was didn't not think... an E7. There's no way that dude was an E7. He looked way too no, he was E7. A, he was an E7, bro. So How I got you, the insights. There's no way he would let that happen as an E7. Are you bro, kidding me? Bro, he did. That's what I'm saying. But there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on um, on TikTok. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Oh, man. Um, yeah, obviously, we, have, we don't have to worry about it as much. I mean, we're not in anymore. But, yeah, I would, let's just say, if some of my guys were doing some what some of the things on TikTok that are happening, I've seen around, they would be having a bad day. They'd be doing burpees, dude. Yeah, they'd be having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. But to buy all my dudes flip phones, not allow them to have smartphones. Yeah. Here's this jitterbug phone. That's it's it got spot gets got bigger numbers for you. Yeah. Um, Mike F says Jay claims he is over six feet, but I know deep down he is deaf five five. Okay, first off, I've never claimed to be over six feet. Okay, whoa, you're dwarfing both of us. See, you rubbed yourself into it. Yeah, but if I'm five five and you're four nine, I'm I'm still okay with that. I think. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ash Seven says, "Is anyone on roids in bed?" I'm gonna please a fifth on that one. <laughs> Uh, I don't even hear the question, dude. Moving on. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> we're uh, we're not not supposed to be right. Uh, Pat says worst smoking you ever got. We're gonna get in trouble for that one. But he said worst smoking you ever got. Um, man, there's a couple good ones in there. <laughs> you know, uh, one time I probably got smoked for six hours. And, you know, in like I would tell people about stuff like that and uh, apparently that doesn't happen some other places but yeah so, yeah. Uh, yeah i've had some bad times i don't know if it happens anymore but it definitely used to happen um actually the worst not the worst it's definitely not the worst but there was a smoking i got one time um 
where someone had said something to an SEO and I was in, in Bragg and I was at home. I had like two glasses of wine with dinner and they're like, Hey, everybody needs to come to the company right now. And I was like, for what? Like someone did something. So I have to have someone drive me. Cause like I wasn't drunk, but I had two glasses of wine. I'm not going to drive on post. You know, I'm not going to journey drive. So I had to get driven there. I'm in jeans and like a t-shirt and we're standing outside. I have no clue what's going on. And we start getting smoked. It, it's like Saturday in the like in like six o'clock in the evening or whatever. I'm just getting smoked and I have no clue what's happening. It's not my guy, but it's like my like the guy. It's like our FSNCO. He's at E7. Just smoking everyone. E6 is in down. All of us. Out in the yard, in the the field in between the barracks, uh, away from the company. Cause someone just and we're just out there for like two hours. I still don't know what happened. I still don't know what went wrong, but like I had, I just eaten a ton of food. I had had two glasses of wine, eaten a ton of food, and I just felt so sick. I'm like an E5 getting smoked outside the barracks on a weekend, and I still don't have any idea what happened for two hours. Like I smoked, I just had no clue what was going on. Oh, no terrible! And in, in jeans too, like we're doing flutter kicks and stuff. I'm like chafing. Oh, it's terrible. It was more of the circumstances surrounding it made it the one of the worst that I, I'll always remember. And the absurdity of the situation, just yep, mm. yeah. There, there will be times. Um, Damien says we see a lot in basic training, uh, a lot of the option forty guys, um, and they are the most motivated and high speed trainees. Yeah, that's super great to hear. And you know, I'll say a lot of the guys who've come to the page, and I, I know there's other pages out there. I'm sure these guys are going to all sorts of places, but. Um, <laughs> Super motivated, and uh, what you laughing at, dude? Just there's a question by Baby Levi that's making me laugh. That's all. <laughs> oh no, I haven't seen it yet. Um, so yeah, so there's guys that like highly motivated come to the page. They're seeking information. Um, you know, so it's good to see uh, these things paying off. And we've followed people throughout. You know, I've been doing this now two years. So seeing people say, Hey, I'm interested. Oh, Hey, I joined. And they'll update us. I joined. Oh, I made it through, you know, each step of the way. And then they're in, you know, they're in regiment or in, um, other places. So yeah, it's, it's great. It's great to, to see so much of that. So, yeah. And you gotta, you remember too, if you're going out of your way now, before you're even there to, to do this stuff, um, you're going to put yourself a little bit ahead of the competition for sure. Do you see it now? <laughs> Talking about pats. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't even see that one, did you? I don't think you so. said Dan, Dan's got to be a solid six five, but just looks like a midget. <laughs> it's all about the angles and the where he shoots stuff from. That's all. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I'm average height. I'm a midget, dude. Um, Maddie says, Jay, sorry for getting back to you. For not getting back to you, uh, thanks a ton for the thought out answer to my questions. Mm. Appreciate it a ton, man. Going for your warrior program next. Awesome. I'm glad I could help. Awesome. <clears throat> um, yeah, we're always trying to get in the DMs if you guys ask us questions and get back to you as much information as we can get to you. Um, whether it's, you know, posting links from the articles or videos or our personal experience, stuff like that. So feel free to reach out. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The dynamic's been good. Me and James are still we still kind of adjust to who does what and things, but he's been killing it, uh, answering messages, super thorough. Um, so appreciate it. And does great with that. Uh, Nolan Frazier says, what was your experience with the seals? Like, uh, were they on par with you in direct action missions? 
Um, it depends. Um, I mean, obviously, I want to say no, um, just because it's kind of like a Rangers and Seals have a little bit of like a a friendly ish competition. Um, they do have a similar mission set, so um, we're pretty competitive. Like if you if you would wear in regiment and you meet other Seals and things like that. It's pretty competitive. Um, like I, I had a shirt that I bought from like the, you know, the shop that we had in um, at headquarters that said uh, Rangers because seals need heroes too. So like we have like a pretty <laughs> friendly competition. Um, I I own it, but yeah. they 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 know what they're doing. They they are well trained. They do things well. The biggest uh, you know gripe and complaint that a lot of Rangers have about seals is they're a little bit too. Um, uh, they run their mouths a lot. They're, you know, all the movies, all the books, all the interviews, all that stuff that happens. Um, whereas Rangers, you know, really do preach that silent professionalism where we definitely try to steer ourselves into doing the, the right thing, the best thing being the best, but not being uh, loud mouse about it. Yeah. Um, but they do know what they're doing. Absolutely. And, and what I will say, you know, my, my, um, uh, out him a little bit, but my, uh, brother-in-law's was Swick, right? So similar, uh, they have that similar pipeline and then they kind of split off at a certain point, but, uh, he had so much schooling and, and the seals do too. I mean, they had so much schooling in the pipeline. So there's a couple of courses that they get that, um, that are like within their pipeline. I think they're well-trained. Uh, what I will say is probably the biggest difference is whenever they get to their unit, it's a little bit different. Like, like I said, regiments kind of like just, a it's a, it's a, train and that train's going like it's a it's a hard-hitting place and it stays hard-hitting and that's why it's and in turn that's why it's got a hard burnout rate but you got some hard chargers coming from just spending time in that um in that hard charging atmosphere so you know while the pipeline to get there is shorter it's definitely a process to stay there and to experience those things and it's it's just a different growth um between the two but but i mean either both both ones even though there's that you know friendly banter and stuff um you know seals are legit they know what they're doing um and same for rangers so um yeah both of them are awesome um my guess is dan and jay have you watched the ranger school promo back from the 11 ish years ago if not definitely check it out i i haven't and i think someone actually said that and mentioned that in dms they said we should do like a watching like video of it i just don't know how we would do it that copyright but we might be able to do that um yeah i don't know i don't know how that copyright stuff works that and the, do you remember the old uh the airborne school video too it's just like it had to have been made in like 1965 <laughs> oh, it's so old and so they funny. play it over they played it over and over and uh you're talking about the blood upon the risers well not just that but the actual video yeah. you remember yeah but the actual video where they go over like what's going to happen in airborne school oh, okay airborne you're going to run you're going to run <laughs> yeah, so that when you hit the ground it's the ground that hurts, that hurts. and it's yes. it's so funny it's hilarious and it's shot on like old school like a real like it's just all grainy and oh man hilarious oh yeah you're bringing back memories yeah but um <laughs> i thought you meant the the blood upon the risers that song they just kept playing it over and over right before we do yep. our jumps they just play it on a loop yeah <laughs> uh, um, if you guys don't know what that is go check it out the uh Corey, the chorus is uh gory gory what a hell of a way to die I'm talking about jumping 
Uh, Mike F said they don't use uh, steroids anymore. They use smelling salts. And that Marines <laughs> use um, crayon fumes. So, <laughs> Hey, somebody's got to explain the crayons to me. Is it just because they're saying like... Yeah, they're just, just saying they're dumb. Or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, um, Josh Nick says, uh, what helped you with sleep deprivation and hunger in RASP and Ranger School? Uh, nothing, really. Wait, I mean, what was the question? I'm sorry. What helped with sleep reading. deprivation and hunger in RASP and Ranger School? Uh, as, you know, people always ask me about sleep deprivation. Like, like, all right. So I had a guy who would literally like, he's like, I haven't been sleeping and I haven't been eating as much. He's like, cause I'm prepping. I was like, don't do that. I was like, no, just train, dude, to get your sleep, get, make sure you got a good foundation, got a good strong body because really what's going to happen whenever you cut out the sleep and the food is body degradation. Your body's going to break down. So if you got a strong body going into that, you're going to have more stamina going through it but otherwise i mean you're just going to learn to endure um it's just something you just endure and it's more about mental toughness than it is so there's other things you can do to train mental toughness but i I don't think you guys need to starve yourself or sleep deprive yourself you know you just it's something you just do yeah you're not going to train your body to need less energy or sleep it just that's not how the body works um it's just gonna suck when it happens. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a little. I mean, if you really want, for example, um, if you want like little little tiny tricks, um, some guys do is I would I would hand sanitizer in my hands and then I would smell it. So it's it's like smelling salts because I like alcohol. It'll shock you a little bit, give you a little bit of like a jolt. Um, that's the best if you're like pulling security in a patrol base and you're absolutely exhausted and you're trying not to fall asleep with your head on your weapon, um, that's going to give you that little bit of a jolt to, to push through your, your security, like your watch. Um, but really it's, it's just going to suck, man. Um, just you got to do your best. You got to fight through it. Uh, think happy thoughts. <clears throat> yeah. Um, X says that you have, uh, Dan has super secret rasp guy powers. That's it. That's a that's a superpower. Should have asked for something better, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've accepted my role as rasp guy, so it's it's all good, dude. Um, uh, Colin says this is a funny question. Uh, he says if you have to, if you have to, uh, I'm gonna make it more PG, but if you got to go during a run, got a number two, right? Uh, can you just go in your pants or something? Not a joke. Um, yeah, you I mean, can, you can do, physically you're a grown man, you that. can do whatever yeah. you want to do. <laughs> you're gonna get roasted. Um, uh, <laughs> oh no, but you know, honestly, things like that do happen to people. Um, I think it was during a during one of the testings, I remember distinctly a guy was having some major rumblies, dude. He was having the bubble, bubble guts. And he just darted off in the woods. It was either in the 12-mile ruck or the five-mile run, but he just like he just made it happen in the woods and then got back on the road and kept running. I don't even think he Yeah, that's pretty common, honestly. Yeah. And I've seen yeah, again, I've seen that happen actually more than once. But um uh yeah, I I, whatever happens, dude, it's it's biology. Like dudes, yeah, dudes, you know, land nav and stuff like that happens all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, Ian Rodell says, how did you guys maintain your 300 PT score in battalion? 
were you constantly doing push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, and running, or were you doing more of a train like a ranger program in battalion? Um, so I what know was the question one more time. I'm sorry, I'm getting bad about reading during these. How did you guys maintain your 300 PT score in battalion? Were you constantly doing push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, and running, or were you doing more of like a train like a ranger program in battalion? Um, so what's sort of nice is um. You sort of focus on that kind of PT a lot in the morning. So you'll do like your cardio and like your kind of um, more body weight, a lot of the times body weight stuff in the morning for PT. And then you'll go do more of like a train like a ranger style workout in the afternoon when you get off of work. Like you'll just grab, you know, the guys go with, you know, the other your peers and go to the gym. Um, so you're kind of hitting both at the same time. On top of the fact that like, it's pretty hard to get out of shape like in a training cycle like you're rucking and running and moving and doing a lot of stuff all the time so it's pretty hard to fall out of shape um but yeah a little bit of focus especially as a private you're not really gonna need to focus on push-ups or sit-ups uh they'll your team leader will handle you focusing on those for you don't even worry about it you do a lot of push-ups and a lot of <laughs> a lot of have exercises as a private you're, you're not gonna get out of shape um, you're yeah. not going to get out of shape as a private. Oh, I was going to say as a private in ranger school, you're going to be plenty active. Um, but, uh, yeah. In, in, you know, keep in mind, you know, uh, specifically for train, like a ranger train, like a ranger is designed to be specific to things that I think you guys need. So things that I would want to see, uh, guys do. And we definitely did, um, I would say a version of that, but, train like a ranger is the is the recipe right that i've created like that's that's what i think is going to be most optimal um but yeah i would say we stay we just stayed active so yeah as long as you guys are just staying active to any degree you're on the right track like i said i mean even not like i mean i know we did i me and like my roommate especially did a ton of racquetball like whenever we were just bored we would just go play racquetball i don't know if you guys ever played racquetball that is a workout and a half. Like I'm telling you, in that tiny box, you are hot, sweating a lot of. It's a sprinting. Yeah, you did do a lot of racquetball. Dude, I love like racquetball. I love it. Yeah. Um, so you'll you'll be super active. I mean, my I think the biggest hit that I took probably um, was my runtime. I think was my hardest to to keep under 13 minutes because uh, I was putting out a ton of muscle, and it was that was my hardest thing to max. So. Um, Usually that would be my toughest, so I would hover around max sometimes on my PT test, depending on the situation, where like I would get like a 13-13 instead of a 13-minute. Um, especially, like, I remember I had a surprise PT test in Afghanistan. That's probably my worst two-mile run ever. It's, it's so hot and sandy. Um, it's funny because we had those two. <laughs> I, I, I had actually just taken my, my pre-workout, too, because I was going to go to the gym. And my <laughs> Dude, do we have said, the same story? He said, he we said we're story? doing a PT test. And I, I walked out. <laughs> I have never done more push-ups, dude. I just took my – and I cranked them out. Sit-ups good. But that run, dude. And I threw up everywhere. I crossed the finish line at, like, 1252 and vomited oh. everywhere and it was like no explode back when i had no idea what i was like, putting in my body so it's like the hyper pink no explode i vomited oh, it yeah. everywhere and my fsnco was getting out of like hyping me up talking down to some of the other guys like you know he's out here you know he's giving it everything he's throwing up and everyone was so mad because i was throwing they knew why i was throwing up <laughs> um yeah. but that was like we yeah got- that was rough i i ran it was a rough that was a rough one we got the same story that's crazy yeah. Um, but yeah, you you'll have a hard time falling out of shape in regiment. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I remember watching the Great Raid when I was light infantry, and uh, 
and the next week we conducted a raid it was awesome the great raids a good movie that's the one with uh james franco right it has james franco and some other guys in it great raid i think that's about um was it sixth ranger battalion yep yeah they there's a couple big actors in here uh it's a great movie though that's a great movie by the way it's hitting that point uh the room is warming up i gotta take off this beautiful uh black flag nation whoopee i know hoodie. black flag nation was in here he he was he uh saying that was a nice nice hoodie yo cool dude awesome that he saw i'm repping for the boys hold on i, I gotta pop it off though i'm sweating i'm literally it's like a sauna in here. i know i was gonna say whoopies are warm dude All right. Uh, so Crouton says, is it possible to train on your own time at ART or some sort of formal RASP prep program with other candidates? Uh, it obviously depends on your MOS. Um, if you have like an actual AIT, AIT, you will have, um, you have a little bit of time to train on your own. I mentioned before, I mean, like NIT, I did a little bit of working out. We played some basketball on our own time. Um, you could run around the compound. You had weekends off if you wanted to hit the gym on posts and stuff like that. So you, if you if you make it a point um, to put that time in, you you absolutely can. Um, now, if you're in like OSUD, it's a little bit a uh, little bit you know worse if you're not fully in a like a full longer style AIT. Um, but yeah, obviously, the longer your AIT is, the more freedom you're going to have throughout it. So the shorter it is, the less freedom you're going to have is really the way it works. Um, but if you make it a point, I mean, you'll have evenings off after classes and stuff like that. If you you want to get in some some workouts, you can. I'm not sure about like the gym situation. I know we didn't really have much in the way of weights. Um, but I know some longer AITs, like 68 Whiskeys and stuff, have a little bit more um, you know, freedom to go do things um, a little bit less uh, structured to be able to get to the gym and stuff like that. So it really just depends. But if you make it a point to, to get some workouts in, you'll get some workouts in. Yeah, no doubt. Um, it's like you said, you know, I see, especially with those longer AITs, guys, guys go work out. Sometimes they got, they have time off. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll, it's not always as locked down as you think it is. They're going to give you time. They're going to want you guys to be in shape and stuff. So, um, you know, initially, whenever you're going through like the basic training, or, you know, whatever branch you're in, you're going through the initial boot camp or whatever. Um, it's going to be super locked down. But then as you start getting into the other stuff, like they're not going to lock you down forever. It's going to start getting, they, they want you guys to be motivated. They want you guys to be active. They want you guys to have a life. The military actually promotes you to go out and have a family and they try their, their best to take care of your family and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's absolutely, um, you know, depending on where you, what you do, where you go, it's a, it can be a, whole career for some people and they really enjoy it they have plenty of time so um so yeah yeah uh by the way aiden <clears throat> says to e3s so private first classes ever go to ranger school yeah so yeah case in point you know i was e3 whenever i went so yeah it happens all it happens he was at e7 i would say all the time back, though <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, went, I was there uh <clears throat> left and didn't come back till six months later so yeah um uh, uh josh nick says have you ever shot a sniper or a saw as a 13 fox in bat uh yeah i've shot a, almost yeah, all both. the things yeah almost both. all of them yeah they let, they let you do all sorts of yeah stuff. Uh, scars 50 cals saws, I 240s. Shot, i should have shot the javelin whenever they had it out dude the javelins are so it. cool 
Yeah, that that montage, by the way, not the one I just posted, but the one before. That's actually my cell phone video where they shoot the jab one. So um, cool. Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, so, I actually, when I was in the 173rd, we, we did a training event, and I was the FSNCO, and it was a. Uh, it was like a actual live fire, but we had like a area to shoot into, you know, and um, I got put in charge. So I was the FSNCO, but they didn't have um, someone that got sick or hurt. So they didn't have a javelin team team leader. So I had to do that as well. And it was awesome. Let me let me just pull this up. No, a javelin one javelin missile costs um, one hundred and seventy five. Well, hold on. I think it's actually more, two hundred forty thousand dollars, and they're worth every penny. Those things are awesome, so yeah, cool. Pretty, yeah. <clears throat> this one says one hundred seventy-five thousand, so somewhere in there. Um, <clears throat> but we shot several. Of oh, what's those. up, call sign Joker? How you doing? Oh my god, scroll down too far. So, anyways, that's why y'all's taxes are so high. <laughs> uh just kidding but uh, maybe let's see uh i'm gonna oh oh he's responding to damien's thing he says i've seen him he's talking about you know guys having to go i've seen him shake it out and end ain't no shame coming back with half a shirt and one oh, yeah. sock that's what i was thinking I too i was like cutting <laughs> off the bottom of the tanty <clears throat> i remember uh one time we did uh lane Ave. this was this was actually in rasp and um was it am, am i getting confused I maybe this, you didn't tell the in, story yet so i don't know no this was in our pre-ranger um it was in one of the two it was in one of the two i can't remember but anyways guys all went out on this land of course and they all had like a bunch of us i guess had to go and so we came back and they told us to drop tops and everybody had like belly shirts <laughs> missing like sleeves and stuff it was hilarious yeah uh it was like everybody all at once had the same issue yeah. Oh, Lear says, um, Dan and Jay, do you guys have any tattoos? Axe answered. He said, Jay has a tattoo of himself, and I don't blame him. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have any tattoos. I don't think you have any tattoos either. I don't. Um, yeah. Which I'm we're, sort of we're glad, actually pretty rare. Because I had some dumb tattoo ideas when I was in for sure. Um, glad we, I didn't go through with those for, for sure. Like I said, I mean, there's a couple dudes in our AIT that got Fister on their forearm right here. Uh, I remember the, the guy who went to the mall. And got the he got like a a whole like essay of this quote on his arm, and the they tattooed it. It was a mall tattoo shop, okay, in a lot in Oklahoma, and they tattooed this thing on crooked and everything. It was hideous. Yeah, um, but we are like you said, we are rare, um, especially rare. in regiment. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely rare not to have tattoos. And then I sort of Most got to a point where I just like I hadn't done it, and then it just felt like I don't know. It was weird to do it at that point that I was like. So I just never, never got them. It was funny as I actually, I was designing, I was going to get a whole sleeve. I, I was going to get a whole sleeve down my left arm and I was designing it whenever I was in, uh, I was in Afghanistan. I was 19. I was drawing this thing out in my little green notebook. I was like drawing all these ideas and they were all super cool, like yeah. skulls. And I'm so glad uh, personally that I didn't do that just because just with like the line of work and stuff that I did afterwards, like being personable and stuff. Like some people, you know, especially in this voting world are intimidated by tattoos and stuff. So I had um, the idea to do um, uh, like a compass one. That was actually, it was kind of a cool design, um, a compass with I've like seen... the map inside of it and stuff. But I just, uh, yeah, I just never did it. And then it just felt like it was, I was too far removed from it. And I was just like, I don't, 
I'll just never get one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was something at this point in my life, something would have to be pretty special to me for me to get a tattoo at this point. Yeah. Um, but I've seen some guys with some slick uh tattoos. There's a guy, uh Ranger he was a he's a rasp cadre guy that had the the sickest sleeve I've ever seen. So some guys do it upright. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um still talking, I got excited still when I took that. Pat, Pat got excited when I took the Whoopi hoodie off. He I know. So I'm going to see more of it, dude. Um, yeah. Need to get him, get him the OnlyFans link, dude. <laughs> Danny Damage One Three Eight says Dan makes mini Coronas look regular size beers. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a good one. That's <laughs> he got you. He got you for sure. <laughs> I got I got nothing. I got oh nothing. man, that's a good one. I'm gonna remember that one. Putting that in my repertoire of, of insults for sure. <laughs> um, Carlos uh, Gutierrez says, experience with imports coming into regiment, or is it better to go in with option 40? The regiment's been pretty <laughs> insistent about just trying out at AIT, but I'm skeptical about it. Um, yeah, like I said, so if you're a private, you're not really going to be an import. You're only an import once you're an NCO, really. Uh, anytime before that, you're just going to be a private when you show up, and you're just going to be a private. Um, Actually, Call Sign Joke is in here. If I don't know, can you uh, enlighten us? He's at AIT right now. Are there, um, have, did they allow people to volunteer at AIT? I know a lot of people talk about it, but you can hold out for an option 40. So make sure that you don't let anybody tell you they're no longer available in the terms of like they're gone forever. They might not be available right then, but doesn't mean they're gone. They get them when they yeah. get them. And the way regimental recruiting kind of does it is they kind of just send them all out at once. And then there's like long droughts without them, but they do still exist. So, um, you they know. can pull some strings too. They they have some. Now I did a full podcast with a recruiter because um, there is an admin side of it, and so some guys get really frustrated with recruiters. But sometimes there is nothing that that specific recruiter can do. But we always say get a second opinion because sometimes some recruiters are um, are maybe a little lazy with it. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say a take. lot of them are going to lie most them, to you. They're right. just they don't know what they're saying. Sometimes it's more of like an ignorance than a than a lie. Yeah, and the guy I had on, he's a good recruiter. You know, there's there's good recruiters out there. The recruiter I had was a good recruiter. Um, yeah, mine so too. they get a bad rap, just like salesmen. Like I was a salesman, I was a good salesman, but like people come in, they just be angry because you're a salesman, right? Um, this is back when I did you know mattress sales. That was like my first job out of the military. So like recruiters, salesmen, there's some other jobs that get a bad rap. People immediately, probably lawyers, right? People immediately want to hate hate you or whatever. But um, but there's good people. Like there's good people doing that job. So just know, you know, if you're getting a good vibe, if you can tell they're telling you the truth, it never hurts to get a second opinion. But um, yeah, don't be afraid to um, <clears throat> to get a second opinion. Don't let somebody jerk you around if he is somebody who's pushy. But also don't get overly frustrated with some people just because there's a roadblock or something. So, um, uh, call sign Joker does say, yes, they had volunteer. You were a lot of volunteer at 13 Fox AIT. So, so okay. they do a lot of That's times they will allow you to, um, he did say he's going to a course at the end of the month. So you might not be there if you're on your way there now, but they do all still allow you to, to volunteer. So just making sure it's still a pretty common thing. I know when we went through, it was super common. Um, yeah. And again, we did a full <laughs> option 40 video. Like I said, I talked to a recruiter. We talked about those things. Um, 
So that's a good one to reference if you got more. And I've uh, said it before too, though. Like, don't be afraid to go to the regular army and then go in later. Um, it, it's not the worst way to go about things. Um, and it's not going to really like ruin your whole career or, or cause you a ton of problems when you get there. Um, it, it's a valid option if you can't get an option 40, but you're ready to join and you feel prepared and you want to start your career then go for it you know you don't have to stall yourself out because if you stall yourself out for a year and a half waiting for an option 40 you could have been two years deep into a career going to you know your rasp at the same exact time but now you have more knowledge going in yeah and the way i look at it is you know because guys will ask me initially like if i want to be a ranger what do you recommend i say always option 40 first right but it's like you said there's so many different opinions and way of looking at it Really, at the end of the day, whatever you choose to do is the right choice. And that's how you got to look about everything in life. Sometimes you're going to make choices that, you know, it's it's not so clear. And you're going down this path when you could have been on this path. Well, whatever path you go you go on is the right choice, right? That's how you got to look at it. Positive <clears throat> affirmations. Like you said, you could go into the conventional army, uh, build a bunch of experiences there, and then turn that into better leadership whenever you get to special operations or maybe you go straight to special operations and then you gain all these uh, these skills really fast and schools really fast from special operations and then maybe you go back to the conventional army and you got things off for there so either way either of those two routes they were the right answer so yeah if I'm there's sense. yeah i mean like like when you're driving there's a lot of ways to get to um the same destination so you know not everybody takes the same path but it doesn't mean your path is worse or better than someone else's yeah <clears throat> let's do one more on your side and then uh, uh all right this is time. this is a question we haven't gotten i don't think and i'm actually I, i'm surprised um so ash seven says did you ever get pepper sprayed or get tased and how was the gas chamber we don't get this question as oh, often as i think that i i thought we would because like i know when i was in like that's so scary the gas chamber is scary <laughs> um yeah, i never got pepper sprayed or tased um that usually only happens to the mps or security force for the air force or what have you because they carry them so they make sure you know what you're doing to someone but the gas chamber yeah um <clears throat> so i have a funny story i'll try to do it quick so yeah i had a, a drill, i had a drill sergeant in i guess we started the instagram a little bit I had a drill sergeant, we did. We're fe- good. female drill sergeant um she was like an e6 jump master uh of a different platoon hated me she absolutely hated me. I don't know if I looked like someone she hated, an ex-boyfriend, whatever. She did not like me. Did not like me one bit. And um, she said that I was laughing in line going into the gas chamber, which, okay, listen, no one's laughing in line on gas chamber day. Okay, so they made me take my mask off earlier than everybody else and try to say the soldier's creed while I was in there. Oh, my I would, it was a bad time. It's a bad time. Um, there's nothing you could do about it unless you are genetically um, resistant, which some people are. They just, they, it doesn't affect them as heavily. Unless that you're one of those lucky few people, it is absolutely hellish in there. I mean, terrible. I mean, the skin burning, you can't breathe. It hurts your throat, your nose, your eyes, just draining fluids from every, just like your nose, your mouth, your eyes, everything is just draining down your face. It stings. It burns. It's terrible. Absolutely miserable inside there. It feels like you're breathing in hot coals. Yeah. Um, it is It is really, I mean, everything burns your entire airway. Um, yeah. And then you just start um, everything starts, I guess, getting inflamed and you just start um, just snot and drool and everything. And guys are coughing, right? Your respiratory system's freaking out. Um, 
eyes are burning. But it, what's funny is you'll hear guys go, I can't breathe. But if you're able <laughs> if to you say, can I can't breathe. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't breathe. talk, though. They tried to make me do the Soldier's Creed, and I got like – I, it was tough. You can't like you can't talk talk in there. You can get some words out, but you cannot like talk. You can't have a conversation in there. It yeah. is so hellish. I've, I've done it twice. Um, so the first time it was pretty bad. Uh, now both times that my advice is just stay calm because time's gonna pass. And then once it's over, I mean, uh, you got some residuals definitely for yeah for a while for a bit. But um, but overall, it's it's uh, it'll pass. Um, don't freak out because if you freak out, it's going to get worse. Yep. Um, so that was my thing. I actually stayed pretty calm the first time. Now I was hurting bad, bad. I was hurting bad. Um, and I definitely was glad I wasn't reciting any creeds because <laughs> that, was, that was awful. They, they always do that. They'll pick somebody or, to recite a creed. Um, your head's wanting to panic. My lucky day. So yeah, lucky James. Um, the second time I did it, actually it was, it was not as bad. And, um, what's funny is our, I can't say his name, but our boss, remember our boss who liked to run a lot. Um, that was the first time I truly seen him freak out. So I was sucking the second time too, but I heard him start panicking and that I started laughing in the gas chamber. I literally started laughing when I was sucking because he was freaking out so bad. That was it was because he's always he always put on such a good face and I saw him panic in there. It's and that was oh it made my whole day. It's because it's hard to breathe. Like it's it it puts it you in sucks. a bad mode. Even I mean, if you don't like, it's not even a mental thing. Like your body will start to feel like it's shutting down. Some for some people, and like, yeah. if your body starts feeling like it's shutting down, like it's going to react in kind, whether you're mentally fine or not. Um, it's terrible though, for sure. It is. There's like, a reason enjoyable. they they use that to break up crowds. Like yeah. there's nobody that's not gonna suck through that but the whole point of it is to teach you to trust your equipment is like the the general sense behind it so like it 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 does make you really appreciate a gas mask if you ever have to use one yeah and also that to help you understand like you know have more appreciation for stuff like that i think that's part of the reason you know they take um you know certain jobs like mp or police officer and they pepper spray because they're like here's what pepper spray feels like it sucks you know um so that people may not overuse it or, or stuff because well, they're like yeah. i know what this feels like you the know. tasing as well same same vein tasing yeah same thing <laughs> so that some guy's not sitting there like you know for like 10 seconds you're like yeah this works <clears throat> you know so um but yeah it's an experience but no we didn't we didn't have tasing in our pipeline and uh no no pepper spray no so yeah just um gas chamber and then uh, cold hose water at rasp after the swim before and after the swimming thing to like wash you off they just have like a hose out and it's freezing cold water and they shove it in your face and stuff you're like they're like turn around you're like, <laughs> all the cold water in your face um yeah. yeah yeah not ideal um i guess we have one more on your end we have like probably two and a half minutes yeah, I mean, Instagram hasn't been shutting me off, so we can do one more. No need to. Rest well, it. like I said, though, let's keep it for Spotify. Keep it within the yeah, yeah, around an hour. Got a little bit extra here. Um, I don't know. If I'll, hold on, let me read through some of these. I'm gonna I'm gonna cherry pick this last one. You never you never read out the the cage one. That I was laughing at. All right, so here's here's a here's a question. We can touch this. So, baby Levi says, "Have you guys ever met 
um, CAG or Delta Force. And I'm just, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know. You'll meet yeah, a lot of people. We were, there's guys we knew that, yeah. Became that too. Yeah. yeah so, yes. Just short answer there. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's see. That was it. That was short. Um, I guess we can hit one more, right? If you're a, if you're a soft skill MOS like cook, truck driver, or supply rather than uh, infantryman and ranger bat, would you set yourself up better when you ETS logistics help when you're out, right? So he's he's asking about transitional like certain career. Does it transition well to civilian world? Um, what I'll say is there's there's a select few careers that I would say transition well to the civilian world whenever it comes to being in the military. Um, everything outside of that is you're kind of gaining skills and you use it however you know you fit it in the civilian world so unless you're doing something specific like medic or there's some intel jobs that carry over into like cia and, and stuff like that or if you get a clearance you can transition into contract work and stuff like that um but uh short answer i would pick what you want to do in the military you know that's that's really my first off knowledge uh you know, recommendation is just do, do something that you would enjoy in the military, something that's going to fulfill you, something that you'd enjoy. Yes, there are careers that will translate um, to the civilian world, but you know, those are pretty select careers. You got anything for that? Um, Colin Leary, you made me laugh. I appreciate that. Um, but no, so, um, yes, logistics, job supply jobs, those will all be huge, 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 um, outside of the military. You can get a bunch of good jobs with those. You'll have, you'll have, if you're in long enough, you'll get certifications, you'll know systems and things like that. Um, really, really easy to get a good job uh, with a logistics background from the army when you're out. Um, that's, it's, I'm not even going to, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything else. There, there are a lot of good uh, soft skill MOSs that will do uh, wonders for you uh, if you ETS. Uh, I know i got a lot of guys who join the army for one contract, uh, sort of like Daniel did, but pick a soft skill MOS and just like roll that into a higher paying job. Uh, guys that use those skills become contractors. And all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's big. Contractors, and you can get federal jobs yeah. too. Yeah, and you have clearances and all that stuff. So yeah, that'll help you in the long run. Uh, I'm glad a lot. You said something too that that's important because whenever you're looking at something like a top secret secret clearance, um, you know, for a civilian trying to get a top secret clearance, this oh, can cost like fifteen k, dude. Uh, I heard bigger numbers than that. I heard really. Yeah, I've heard big numbers, but. I, yeah, it costs a lot of money, thousands of dollars. First um, of all, 15K is a big number to you. I don't know why you're acting like you can go much higher than that. Hey, well, <laughs> yeah, not me. I would just say, yeah, 15K is a big number, but I've heard I've heard like upwards of 100,000. So oh, I don't gross. know. You, you, you guys have to verify that. But um, it's a lot of money either way. And um, whenever you go through the military, you can earn it. I mean, they basically, you know, they're paying you to do it. So you get those clearances and stuff and you can work federal jobs. You can. All sorts of stuff. So yeah. Um. So there are there are all sorts of things that the military can set you up for. Um. Definitely, like in my case, like I'm I'm applying to physical therapy school, right? So, um, being a forward observer doesn't really help me a whole lot with like going and trying to get into the medical field. Um. So, you know, something like that. There, there's something there. So unless That's why you got to go cause avalanches, dude. I told you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You know, like, like we got friends that are working simulators now. So they got out and they found something specific to that military job. They're working uh, in simulators for the military to help train up new guys. So they're doing that as civilian contractors. So again, contract work, 
federal jobs. Um, those are really going to be bread and butter whenever it comes to military. But there are other things that it translates into. You got like again, medic. Like I talked to Corey, he's going to to PA school, so that's that's something uh, I'm also looking at. I got to take some more classes, so kind of juggling between you. I wear him out with this whole time, but yeah, I'm like yeah, telling your life story, dude. Jeez. Yeah, I know. They're like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's uh, he's all set up for that because he did all that schooling within the military they're counting uh that's his medical experience through the military so he's going to be able to roll into that pretty easy um well not only that but he'll also have um not even just rolling it in like they see it as that it'll help you succeed when you have that knowledge in general like having that knowledge as a human trying to do those things is going to be helpful as well you know just to help you succeed in the field even if it doesn't help you on paper Oh, because he can he can work under pressure like oh yeah like nobody else can. He's a, by the way Corey Flynn two podcasts with him. Uh, one of the best, if not the best, medic that I've worked with. I mean, there's some great ones, but uh, he's a he's a great medic. Um, so he's gonna be great whenever he gets uh, he gets through with all that all that experience and stuff. So I I think we yeah we went pretty good on that question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anything else for it? Uh, no, uh, Woody says secret is like 30 K TS is like 80 K. So lots of money. Get this. I got one more. Pa- Pat, Pat's a little upset. You better uh, hurry says, up, dude. You're about to get us cut off. I know. I know. Pat says he's upset because, uh, since day one, he's asked for only fans and, uh, thousands of times now. And he's starting to think it's not coming. Um, you know, we'll, we'll keep you posted, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> i just don't know if it'll be as lucrative of a venture as pat wants it to be that's all it's it's plan b dude and <clears throat> dude i would make millions doing uh, <laughs> uh no all right <laughs> uh, you got anything else i guess we're gonna end this finally uh no i think i'm good awesome um i'm good too so thanks for tuning in guys uh be <clears throat> sure to check out train like a ranger.com where we have workout programs nutrition programs, merchant apparel, and as always, much more on the agenda. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in, and remember to train to your utmost potential like a ranger. Have a good weekend, guys.